0: And get blood on your Nike checks i don't mind cause one day you respect the good kid mad city mass hallucination, baby to me in my hindsight, finding me by myself, promise me you can help in all honesty, I got time to be copesthetic until you have finally made decision to hold me against my will, it was like a head on collision that folded me, standing still I could never pick out the difference and greater cop on the bill, every time you clock in the morning I feel you just wanna kill all my innocence while ignoring my purpose, to persevere as a better person, I know you heard this and probably in fear, but what am I supposed to do when the blink and the red and blue flash from the top of your roof and your dog has to say roof and you ask, lift up your shirt cause you wonder if a tattoo of affiliation can make it a pleasure to put me through gang fouls but that don't matter because the matter is racial profile i heard them chatter he's probably young but i know that he's down step on his neck it's hard as your bulletproof vest he don't mind he know we never respect the good kid mad city Mass hallucination, baby You yeah, get okay. This is Tim again. Um, welcome back. Thank you for your responses. Thank you for your support from the first video. Um, again, this is my podcast. It was never meant to be something of you know political nature or to stand up for anything in particular. It was more of a creative outlet, you know, something else that I really like to do. But with the situation at hand. You know, I'm, I feel forced to express myself and use my platform for good. Um, So that's why we're here. That song we just heard is Good Kid off of um Kendrick Lamar's album, Good Kid, Mad City. That's the second verse. It follows up the first verse, which handles another problem, which you can go research for yourself. That's something that we got to talk to, you know it's another problem but the reason i excluded that and purposely started with that second verse is because i'm prioritizing what is important to me at this moment um there's a lot of good and bad in this world um and i think it's up to us to try to like decipher what's good is good and bad because a lot of the time that's perspective and situation and circumstance that allows for us to judge that. So I've, I've been taking the time to take a step back and self reflect and, and watch and observe and audit people and see what's happening around me. Um, First things first is that there are a lot of people who are upset with the writing, the looting. And I am also upset with that because it deters from the real message and the real goal that we should have. But I don't... All right, so I don't condone it, but I'm not as upset. This is like, that's... It's action and reaction, you know, that's cause and effect. It's the natural way things work you do something there's a consequence that's if if you do something whether that thing is good or bad there is a consequence there's something that happens because of that so if people are only going to be looking at the rioting and the looting I think those are the first people that we can identify as not being part of the case not being part of the cause and They need either guidance and communication. So it's up to us who feel a certain way about the actual uh, thing that's going on, which is police brutality and racism. We need to have a conversation with those people and try to help them understand why it is more important to worry about police brutality and racism than rioting and looting. That's a conversation that we need to have. That's one. In my opinion. That's what I've been doing. I've been reaching out to people in my social circles, my family, my friends. And I've been trying to listen to how they feel and what is like before even giving them d- judgment or imposing my beliefs on them. I, I try to ask them how they feel about the situation, how they see it, how they observing it, how they processing it. And then I try to, you know, either challenge or ask them what do they think about what I think and what is more important to them. Um, that's been my approach. I'm not saying that's what it is for you, but I- I'm, I'm trying to lead by example and express what I've been doing and maybe it can help somebody else. Um, <clears throat> so beyond that of trying to, you know, take a step back and talk to people before pointing. The second thing is that we need to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Um, I don't have all the answers for that, but I made points of three big pillars that I feel like I can personally affect. And those were like economic changes, social changes and political changes. Um, I, for one, economically am looking and searching and auditing these companies, these organizations, influencers, um, athletes, any type of organization that takes in money and receives my money and asks me for my money or my participation economically, if they are not for the cause of ending police brutality and racism. It's not one or either. It's both. If they're not with that. Then you cannot have my money. You can't. I'm sorry. That's my money. And you have taught me that money is power. And I am not giving you any more power than what you have already. Acquired. That's for one. Socially. Socially. And this has been very tough, you know, because it's, this is the hardest part for me personally, is deciding how to move forward, seeing the people around me and how they're just as panicked and as fearful as I am without direction. Um, and seeing all the stuff on social media, for example, today is June 2nd and it's Blackout Tuesday and there's been a big you know, discrepancy and stuff like that that just shows how unorganized we are. Like some people were where everybody's been posting the black tile, which is absolutely dope. I love it. Um, But there's been people fighting back and forth about, you know, arguing with people for using the Black Lives Matter hashtag, which we realized that posting the tile with the Black Lives Matter or anything or like Justice for George Floyd, any of those hashtags, then blacks out those hashtags. So it's smarter to refrain from using those hashtags and using what it is, Black Tuesday, you know, or Blackout, you know, Blackout 2020 or wh- whatever hashtag that is for the cause. Um, but I've seen people, like, fighting over that. And what I chose to do, me personally, is anybody that I saw in my social circle that had the hashtag, I, would, I kindly suggested and explained to them that using the black lives matter or any other of those associated hashtags along with this black tile is detrimental and you should probably switch it from that, you know, maybe write it as a caption, but don't use it as a hashtag. And that's something that I did. And I, I saw it to be effective. A couple people said, thank you. You know, so we have to realize that socially, some people are unaware they're trying to do good, but they just don't know how. Um, and it's up to us to reach those people with compassion and try to help them, you know, if if we know better. If we don't know better, look for somebody who you trust that is doing something and ask them, ask questions. Um, Also, socially, I've seen people and I've talked to people who, again, were against the rioting and the looting and I've spoken to a lot of them and tried to come to terms of understanding even if we're in a disagreement. And what I'm looking for is that Beyond everything else, they're totally against police brutality and racism. There's going to be a lot of great areas in this time of us making a change. But we have to make sure that the most important parts are hit. And, you know, I have no malice against anybody else. I may not interact with them the same as I used to. But as long as I know that you are against police brutality and racism, then there's progress to be made within our relationship. Socially, anyway. Then there are also those people who are just playing out silent. Um, and I haven't decided how I'm going to react to certain people like that because silence isn't always, you know, people are trying to use it as if you're silent, you're against me, which I feel that I do. I understand that, but some people are unaware of how to participate which in that case if you are coming across this and haven't said anything and you're not aware how to participate um, there's a bunch of resources that people have been posting online of how to actively engage and how to donate so even if you are being silent please participate if you do believe in our case in our cause if you're with us for real and try not to be silent with your peers Reach out to your friends. Let them know that even though you may be silent on social media or something like that, that you identify their struggle and that you're with them. Um, And then lastly, socially, what I'm killing, you know, I'm, I'm obliterating in my life is anybody who is against our cause of stopping racism and police brutality. Anybody who is speaking out against us, who is clearly... Irrational. I'm not going to. I'm not going to try to rationalize with socially. I'm not going to give you any of my energy, any of my emotional currency. You are deprived of that from this moment forward. I'm not going to give you any of that. I'm just I'm going to choose to freeze out those people and let them know that they have no effect on my life because I'm going to ignore you. You have nothing over me. Socially. The last part is politically. This is the tough one and maybe the most difficult struggle that we're going to face because of the sheer amount of disadvantage that we face as far as the systems in place. Um we all know that this, this whole thing is set up a certain way and there's people in power keeping it that way and resisting any give to actual change. I I have really no strategy for this that I know that I can possibly take for myself yet because I don't trust anybody that's running to be honest. Like, to me, it I'm not voting for Trump, but I also don't trust people like Joe Biden who have a proven track record of mass incarceration and other issues that we face. I'm, I'm no longer willing to choose the lesser of two evils. I think we need to choose somebody who is for us and not the lesser of two evils. I don't know what that... Entails. I don't know how we can change that so rapidly, so quickly, but we need to find someone who is qualified or someone who can guarantee us, which politically is hard to do actual change. So I think the suggestions that I've heard and will reiterate is that we, you know, decide to vote locally for every office and start to educate ourselves on the systems and wh- what these people are doing and deciding on for us. That is an enormous task and, you know, there's such a taboo of being political and non-political and not discussing certain things and to for me that's just l- misled me personally down miseducation or ignorance or just not understanding instead of, you know, sitting there and and actually trying to pay attention. But that's also because I've never trusted any of the sources given to me. I've always been a huge skeptic. And although I did not vote for Trump, I voted against him. I don't, I, I don't trust the people that we keep getting, so... I feel like we need to politically decide that who it is that we want for us as a people and support them um, in their campaigning and stuff like that. But that that has to come after research and understanding. And most importantly, which is the hardest part, deciding exactly how we're going to face with. You know, how are we going to go against police brutality and racism when it comes to policy? I think that is the biggest way we can change and the most effective way. If we have the enough support, maybe we can come up with policy to, you know, immediately persecute any officer that decides that it's okay to be excessive in what they're doing. um, And some policy against which we should have, you know, the thing is we're not designating white privilege, racism as terrorism or anything like that. We should definitely come up with some type of consequence for that hate crime. You know, it's something that's plagued not just America, but you know, the colorism all over the globe. That's it's been here for forever. And I feel like if we, the American people come up and, can decide and structure some policy to help us the world may follow. So I personally just feel when I feel energized, I got to say um, it's very, it's, it's a very tense situation, but I have faith in what has happened. And for some reason I feel like I'm supposed to be talking about stuff and, you know, just continuing to try to better our world. And two, I, I I really believe that we are the ones that have to do it. You know, you want to call us millennials. um, Whatever it is, however it is that you want to categorize us, but we're the ones that got to do it. We're here. Everything we saw in history is now happening to us, and I'm not standing for that injustice anymore. And... I'm challenging my peers to do the same, you know, stand up against this, this, this evil that has perpetrated generationally, stand up against the reason why our parents have told us, Hey, conduct yourself right. Don't be out there looking stupid. Dress nice because they're, they're going to see you a certain way. Don't talk to people a certain way. Make sure if, if, if the cops stop you say, yes, sir. You know, no, ma'am. Be respectful. And respect is very important. But we've been taught to act a certain way out of fear. And I truly believe that. And I if you know me, I'm respectful, but I there's very little things that I fear. And I will stand up for myself. And that may go to great lengths. And I'm not asking that of anybody. But I think it is important for us to be in this moment, be present in this moment. And if we feel a way, if we feel that there needs to be change, we need to find ways to be a part of that. If you do not feel like there needs to be change or don't know what to feel, you need to handle that. You need to research, ask yourself, ask your parents, your friends and find out. Why you feel conflicted. And if you are against us. May God be with you because. Change is happening. And people are tired. And. Even if we do not. Accomplish everything in in this short time that we have to make a change for this year. As far as elections and stuff like that better believe that the next time that this thing just faces us again, it's just going to keep going. And that's, it's not a threat because I have personally haven't gone out and been active as far as protesting or, uh, and looting or anything like that. But it's just the nature of the beast. You do, you act and things react. So if, if this problem isn't solved now, and soon the next time we have to face it it it's it may not be it may not even be manageable you're going to have a lot more people angry and you know i think for us as the minority community it is our it was it is our obligation to try to figure this out and become better prepared In case we do not accomplish. What we need to accomplish this time around. That way. We can change. And switch it up on them next time. And it's not too late. Still. Um, I don't have any real. Strategies but. Again I'll I'll speak for myself. Um, I'm going to be smarter. About how I do things. As far as. You know protesting. I'm you got to be aware of what's happening. You got to be aware of what's happening and realize that there are people trying to set us up and people trying to antagonize us. And it's, it's, it's purposely laid out that way. You know, you got, so honestly, let's just track, let's just mentally track it out. There's, there were four officers that murdered an it, it pretty much an innocent black man, not pretty much he he was innocent they they murdered him in cold blood. The dude kneeled on his neck while he yelled, "I can't breathe," and he was being recorded, and he had a smirk on his face literally it was it was a murder that we all got to witness, and people are outraged, so that's part one, right. Part two is any time that happens, people protest. We have been. They have been. Peacefully. People have taken knees. You know, the organizations have come up to help each other. And time and time again, people lose the momentum. A couple months pass and it's, eh, until it happens again. And then everybody's more upset. You know, so that's one cycle. The second is now you see people out there protesting and there's clearly people outside forces that are not with the cause intentionally inflaming the situation. There's people leaving clean pallets of bricks in these towns, in these places where people are protesting, just laying there to incite violence. There's also been a bunch of videos of people who don't look anything like us. I don't know if they're Antifa, which that's what that's an organization that everybody's going to have to do their research on. I think it's anti-fascism. I don't really know anything about them as much as whatever, but I don't know who they are, but they're out there causing the violence and cool. Em- emotion is cool. We feel a way. But don't allow them to take advantage of our hurt. Don't let them detract us from our real goal. Don't let them taint what we are trying to do. Because that's how they're playing it. That's how the media is playing it. That's how the cops are playing it. There's a there's a bunch of videos of a bunch of bad apples, let's call them, right? A bunch of bad apples antagonizing the people who are protesting. Maybe it's because of a curfew. Whatever reason it is, that's all it is. They need, as soon as they have a reason, they act on the reason. And they antagonize the people. And and it's like they want the people to revolt against them. And why is that? Ask yourself, why is that? Is it to justify another murder? Is it to keep cleaning out a population? You know, talking about a population is another thing that I've, I've thought about, like, this is happening in the middle of a global pandemic. It's not It's not regional. It's a global pandemic. And we just had a massive amount of protests where it was a bunch of people who look like us in groups. Not practicing safe social distancing. And that's going to have a repercussion if this is real, right? Because there's a lot of speculation on COVID, which I don't like to say because... I've I've seen and my like I've seen and I know of people who have been personally affected. But what do you think is gonna happen with all those people? Like if you think about actual like war tactics that have been used on the indigenous people and how, you know, things happen, if you are in a war against somebody who outnumbers you, which it is clear that us, the minority, minority outnumber these people who want to keep oppressing us by sheer numbers. How do, you, how do you make that an even playing ground? You try to wipe them out in the masses, right? And if that's a strategy that they are truly using against us, which I put nothing past any oppressor, We just gave them that as a people, even though we were hurt and I'm not, I'm not going against it. We did that needed to be, it needed be, needed to be done, but we need to now think about everything before we start moving because they are taking advantage of our emotional reactions. It's like a fighter who goes out there and just fights and is angry without strategy, without any type of game plan, without technique. Without any understanding of what it is that they're getting into. You may get a couple blows in. But going against somebody who knows what they're doing. They're going to demolish you. And it is clear that our oppressors or whoever the powers may be. They know this. They know this game. They've been doing it for years. You know. But. The difference in the opportunity that we have now is that we have each other. And we have technology, the the speed of how information travels is incredible. So a suggestion that I have for myself and for others is that we now organize that information. You know, take a second to see it, digest it, and think about before reposting or sharing. You may like something, but it may not be helping the cause. Don't share that. I I haven't. I've liked things that, you know, appeal to me, but I'm not going to perpetuate it. You know, there's there's some things that are cool that I agree with, but are, are not good for the cause. I think that's one thing. Two, do a cleansing, you know, do a cleansing of your social media, of your social circles. Um of yourself, take some time to have some time with yourself and your family, relax, sit back, you know, get into a space of, of like, calmness, try to meditate, read a book, exercise, whatever it is that you need to do for yourself, you know, because without, without you taking care of yourself, you can't take care of the next person. So take some time to, compartmentalize how, well, however it is or cope how it is that you need to cope as long as it is more positive than negative. Try not to put any negativity out there right now because we don't need any more of it. Um. And then next is just do some research. You know if if you have things that you question and you're skeptical about, be your critical thinker. Ask questions. Seek out those people wiser than you um try to talk to your peers have try to have healthy conversations and then lastly is don't forget you know don't let this be another just another one we have momentum we have opportunity we have timing we're in the middle of a global pandemic with the most amount of people unemployed ever They're still, they're still killing us in the streets. We try to protest. They turn it against us. We're destroying our own neighborhoods. That's the saddest part to me, you know. People are destroying their own neighborhoods. And... How, how can, you know, places like Fordham Road, Grand Concourse, Burnside, prosper if we know that there's people out there trying to gentrify those areas and people destroyed you know from what, from what I know and what I've heard those are ma- a majority of minority biz- owned own businesses so looting them doesn't solve anything that's not that's not who we're going against those are our own people we need to be able to identify who our own people are and, you know, support them and not destroy our businesses. Um, In the same breath, I want to say thank you to all the people who actually went out and saw on social media and are being a part of that cleanup and helping in those areas that have been affected. You are what we want to see, and I think that's up to us too to keep pushing forward, you know, those pictures and the social media posts that we see of people doing good And then, you know, lastly, it's just if you guys want to talk about it, let's do it. You know, Um, I really wanted to talk this out first before having anybody come on. Um, I wanted to express myself and let people know how I feel and what tone and how I'm, you know, continuing. Before I, I let people in to express themselves, because I don't want it to be. Something where we're fighting or people are arguing just to speak. I want people to understand where i where i s where I stand with it and have some type of you know understanding before we we get to a point of open forum um so again, this is Y okay I'm Tim. Uh, I think soon I may be doing maybe like an Instagram live or some type of live stream. But if you are interested in, you know, re- in talking to me about this or possibly, you know, getting on the podcast, I have a certain number of topics that I'd like to talk with, a you know, a couple people, maybe even panel discussions. And I haven't really organized it completely because I don't know uh, the interest the amount of interest, but if you're you're open to have this conversation or just want to talk to me personally, reach out, um, whether on my personal page or the Yurka Locate page or if you have my number, hit me up, Twitter. If if you have any of my information and you want to talk about it, please do hit me up. Um, Besides that, man, just got to like, Try to do your best. Just try to be good. You know, shit is crazy. Protect yourselves, protect your family. Try not to act emotionally. Think about what you're going to do before you do it. And if you have people around you who you see are over emotional and were a part of those riots and stuff like that, try to talk to them peacefully and try to get them to see what you see. If possible, because it's not going to be possible for everybody, but that's, I think that's it. All right. See you guys next time.